Welcome to Rise with Dina and Becca. This is your weekly dose of mood boosting brain banter. Where we also discuss real life shit. <laughs> Let's get out of our heads together. Welcome everyone. Hi. Hi, we're here. We're back. Ah. And we have a gorgeous guest sitting in between us, Marielle, the medium. And we're going to tell you all about what that means. And I, we're just over the moon. I'm like, I have to say, my heart is beating really fast right now oh, because so there's a lot of energy. There's a lot couch. of energy. And I'll get back to when my heart was racing um, when we actually met at one of your events. But let's also <laughs> but, say that this is Rise with Gina and Becca. This is the podcast name. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was supposed to intro the podcast. And I just went off on a tangent, as we tend as to we do. do. Um, but welcome, everybody. We are so excited to have our second guest of the season. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, driving and all the way across the course. Super, super excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Of course. You guys are hilarious, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You said you had a little, um, you had a dose of us on your drive up here. Yes. Yes. So, yeah. So, I was, I'm a mom of four. So, oh, that, wow. that, that, yeah, that means that you don't sleep a lot. And <laughs> I was getting a little bit tired on my drive. I'm like, let me listen to this podcast. And I was just like, <laughs> cracking up the whole way <laughs> oh my gosh well that's amazing and we're so excited that you're here because oh, thank you. you know we had such an amazing experience with you oh. at one of our our close friend uh, dina <laughs> yeah, sure you. um Corey at her event that happened just a couple weeks ago yeah um i feel like it's good for you to, to kind of dive into this because it was yeah. really a special special time yeah i'm gonna get emotional so i'm first gonna backtrack and let marielle introduce herself and tell us a little bit about how she discovered this amazing gift so my name is marielle i am a latina bilingual psychic medium um i've been a medium i can say for my whole life um but i just used started practicing professionally like a year and a half ago um wow. yeah so when did i discover that um I had this gift that was probably like eight years old is wow. the further down in the memory lane that I could go where um, my, my father passed away when I was nine, but before he passed away, I started sensing spirit around me. So I could hear my name being called. Um, I could feel kisses in the cheeks <gasps> when I was laying down. Okay. Yeah. So, and it runs through my family. So for me, it was something typical because I would see the same thing happen to my mom. So it was like, oh, it's just normal. Everybody's, you know, this is everybody's experience. Like you just hear yeah. your name being called or you just feel and sense things or know that things are going to happen that, that I did get a lot. But then as I grew up, I started knowing, okay, it's not, it's not very normal. <laughs> did it ever like, I know, cause if, since you saw it happening to your mom, I feel like maybe it was more mm. normal, but did you ever feel scared by yes. something like that? Especially at such a young age. Yes. Yeah. Fear is a huge component of coming out of the mediumship closet and being a medium yeah. so if somebody tells you that they didn't feel fear mm, that is not I, I would I would question that um fear of the unknown mm -hmm. feel of sleeping alone in your bed um waking up with faces looking at Ooh. you like all those things that you uh, go through yeah. while you're growing up is very intense in my case I prayed and prayed and prayed for it to go away and I don't think it went away. I think it silenced down. Okay. So it got to a point where, you know, I was comfortable sleeping alone, but I know that I still knew that there was something there. Mm -hmm. 
And then when it silenced down, what other path did your life take in terms of career? Well, my, I've always read the cards. So all my life I've read tarot and it's because I'm, I'm a medium, but I'm also a psychic. So okay. my psychic abilities, I do it through the tarot and my mediumship abilities through my mediumship lectures, right? Um, reading, sorry, not lectures, through my mediumship readings, but I'm a graphic designer. Wow, so. we need your services. Full <laughs> 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 oh, <later. laughs> circle here. Yeah, so I'm a graphic designer. I'm uh, also a communication specialist. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can communicate both. Yeah, right. I'm very good communicator. <laughs> so yeah, so I went through the creative realm, but I never let go of that part. And I think how I channeled back then, looking back now, was through my cards. Mm-hmm. Um, because I never really understood, to be completely honest, and I, and I tell everybody I read, I read differently, like the cards, mm-hmm. because I never really studied them. You know, people study okay. every, I yeah. just, it's just that my body, when it's going through the process of, of shuffling and throwing the cards, it's like, okay, we're channeling. It wow. understands that we're channeling and my psychic abilities just start. It seems so organic that way too. Cause if yeah. you, you know, yeah. obviously going and studying anything is great and mm. learning about it, but since you have the ability within you, it's right. sort of like, yeah, it just pours it out, pours right out, which yeah. is, I'm sure when you're reading people in that respect, I'm sure they sense that yeah. as well. Well, for the cards, I took one course, but I never really like studied it deeply. Mm-hmm. The, I, and the cards can tell me one thing and I'll say another. So it's really just like how my body interprets, okay, we're reading now. <laughs> and it starts and then, reading. Does that is the person that you're reading influence kind of what comes to you when you see a card and you say something different? Is that because of the person? Yes, it's energy. So okay. everything is energy. I the first that. thing I do is that I, when I'm reading you, is I ask permission to connect to your energy. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. Um, and then as I connect to your energy, I literally feel it. I can tell you, oh, your energy is so soft. I, right? my, I don't you feel, I feel all of your energy. I do too. And I, do, I want to like scooch more closer to you. And I'm taking mental notes because I was reading up on auras and I was, mm-hmm. you know, and how everybody has a color or sometimes two colors mm-hmm. of auras. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's something that, that you've studied or I can't but... see auras. I would love to be able to see auras. I can't. <laughs> For me, how I channel is that I see, I feel, and I hear. Mm-hmm. So um, while you guys that went to my reading, you'll notice that I close my eyes. Yeah. That just means that I'm seeing like if I'm remembering a movie um, or remembering a photo, uh, I feel, they literally make me feel, sometimes I'm too overwhelmed and I'll start crying, what they felt in the moment or what they want to make me feel to deliver a message. And then I hear, I just hear, words, names, numbers, things that would connect you to whatever message that they're trying to like. And I hear it in my own mind voice. Do you have a way to kind of separate? I mean, I know you said you were able to kind of turn it off for a few years, but Mm -hmm. now that this is like full steam, your practice, Mm -hmm. how do you separate your readings and your personal kind of quiet life? Yeah. I know you have four kids, but (laughs) no, and I have a, I have a professional. Also, I work from nine to five. So it's very important. I don't want to be reading my boss, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe you do. (laughs) So, um, yes, there's ways that you can turn it on and off. And that's something that I learned through a course. And Mm -hmm. I thought it was impossible. So before I took my mediumship course, I did take a course for this. Mm -hmm. um, Because I was like, what I want to understand exactly what I'm feeling, what I'm sensing. Um, I didn't know how to do it. 
basically I would scare I was scared to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night wow like it was really 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 scary so um it's literally like giving boundaries like you would give a human boundaries mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um that's a hot saying, take, you guys <laughs> boundaries are very important very much Set so. boundaries and when you do people respect you more boop go on <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do a whole episode on boundaries I'm sure, oh, yeah. at some point. yeah sure. so you have to do the same in the spirit world wow. um you set boundaries like office hours I'm on and I'm off and I'm off right now and you can't come about you just say out loud like you can't talk to me right now and sometimes they want to like they're like yeah and I'm like nope not right now it's closed thank you wow and it like there's some spirits that are really like I'm gonna go in and I don't care about your office hours it's (laughs) happening so when that happens and it's very few that get to go through my door without permission, mm-hmm. I start feeling it emotionally. So let's say mm-hmm. if you have somebody that um, died away from a heart attack, I'll start like trembling or um, I'll start feeling dizzy if it was something from the head. And then that's when sadly I do have to interrupt you in the middle of your grocery shopping and go like, sorry, because I'm feeling sick, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. did your mom pass away from whatever? Some people receive it good and yeah. some people just don't want to hear yeah it. i feel like also not everybody's open to even yes realizing that this is something that exists exactly yeah. until they experience hard. it right firsthand right like which, which i definitely want to talk about but first just for the people out there who don't know the difference between a psychic mm-hmm. and a medium yeah mm-hmm. could you explain a little bit of course so a psychic is a person that can see your past your present and your future um and a mediumship can connect to those who have passed away to your loved one who are in the spirit world and have passed away and you can talk to them. So that's basically the difference. I can do both. So my readings always have a little bit of both. Um, Even if I can't shut one completely down. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a mediumship reading, I always tell you something about your future, what you're going through. And if it's a psychic reading, um, I always ask permission. What if somebody comes in are you okay mm-hmm. and thankfully everybody has said yes mm-hmm. um i don't know what's gonna happen that day when somebody says no <laughs> i'm gonna be like oh, sorry grandma <laughs> she doesn't want to hear it so yeah those that's are the, a great that's question because i i didn't really know the difference either right. yeah and yeah. it's important because sometimes you're booking a reading and you don't know what you're really booking yeah so um if you're booking a reading for us i sometimes they book a reading for a psychic which is what i do through tarot um, they think it's a mediumship and I've gotten that. And <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So, and um, I know, so I was reading a little bit on your website mm-hmm. that you do zoom readings yes. now. Yes. Like, how does that work? So zoom readings are, have actually been perfect for me. Oh I thought at the beginning is that there's no way that this is going to work. <laughs> um, and it, you connect perfectly to, to people's energy. I do see people in my house now. So I renovated my house and I do see people at my house. Yeah. So I have a little office there. This just started probably like two weeks ago. But ever since oh, I, I started, see- I oh, did too. Oh, what are they doing in there? <laughs> I did too. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's astonishing. We have an actual space. Because one of my oh, questions yeah. was going to be can the soul see you? Because, you know, ever oh. since, and we'll, we'll get into this, but that you channeled mm-hmm. my father, who is deceased. You know, now I'm like, can he see me like at all times? I, and not you, that I have anything to hide necessarily, I mean, but it's just, you know, it's I like, I, I wonder, like, can they see you? 
So that is a, an interesting question. I'm going to tell you what I think, because we really don't know. Uh, if whoever tells you 100%, this is what happens. I feel like they're lying because nobody has died and come back to explain. Mm -hmm. So, right. but everybody has their beliefs. Through my readings, what I've understood is that they can visit you. So yes, your father can visit you and be with you in a certain part of your time. Sometimes like I've had people that I ask, were you just looking at your at your photographs and they're like oh my god yes i was looking at it five minutes ago mm. so that for me is a visitation and that he was with you in that moment wow. now i don't think that they are like let me just look at dina the whole day shut the door for a reason people. <laughs> <laughs> right? They don't need to know yeah, about our no, bush. No. <laughs> That's not bush. If you don't know this, Marielle, it's um this company. It's a, a women's um, pleasure company that we are big fans of, and yeah. oh, we, we yeah. shut our okay. doors, and uh, we don't want it. We don't want to be so in there. <laughs> but it was interesting. So we met you at a group reading event mm -hmm. and I found out later from your podcast mm -hmm. Ariel always already all, Wait, all also has a podcast which you'll shout it at the end yes yes right yeah I just but that's how I found out that that was your first group reading mm -hmm. which I would have never known because no. you yes. handled it like such a quaint <laughs> one of my questions too right? because that was a there were a lot of people there yeah and yeah I mean I honestly was, I just wanted to be involved in the experience. I yeah. It wasn't a matter of being read or not, but I wanted to know, like, what is the difference mm -hmm. in, you, in how you can feel in a group setting versus with an individual? I can imagine you're like yes. exhausted. It's oh. an excellent, excellent, excellent question. For me, it was my first group reading because I started this practicing through COVID. So I, because of COVID, I had never been able to do large group readings. Mm -hmm. And um, I wanted to test myself. So I have this thing when I feel fear, I do it. Then, so, and I- that. Amazing. <laughs> That's right? gonna be a new Key takeaway. Yes. Do it. So um, what I did was, you know, I, was, I had this feeling of fear. What if I show up in this crowd and it just doesn't happen? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna do it. The only way I'm gonna find out yeah. is doing it. So I remember putting on my shoes that day when I went to the event and thinking, what if I, when I take off this, these shoes, I am crying like crazy because it didn't work out. So um, I had that flashback and then I'm like, nope, it's going to be perfectly fine. So that gave me like that sense of calm. Mm -hmm. And I just went in there and there's a huge difference in a group reading and in an individual reading. So for me, when I connect to energy or when I'm reading you, I literally imagine a hallway between me and you. And then at the end of the hallway, there's a door. And then I open the door and there's a room, right? So in my hallway that day, it was filled with souls. Mm. And it was so beautiful. I closed my eyes and I just I'm saw- emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that hallway. I'm like, oh, they're all here. So I was so excited. Mm -hmm. um, and you can prop, like what I learned from my gifts that day is that I can literally just tell, okay, I'm going to back up. Ego takes control of everybody. For mm -hmm. me, ego took control of myself that day as well, because I knew exactly who the dad was for my first reading, but I didn't want to say you and be wrong. So I went yeah. over here, there's a dad, but I knew exactly who it was. And then the, my second reading was a mom, I remember. And then I went over here, there's a mom, but I knew exactly who it was too. 
So one of the key takeaways that I want everybody to know is trust your gut. If you're practicing this, your gut is never going to fail you. And every time I don't, I'm like, Why <laughs> but yeah, it's very different. I mean, I would have never known that it was your first time never, because it never. was incredible. And I mean, we were all so, so touched by what you brought to the experience. It was like nothing I've ever, I mean, I've never done anything like that yeah, before. Never. Oh. And knowing that like close friends of mine, even people who I'd never met before, having such a connection to you and you to them was just, it was, it was beautiful. Yeah. For me, and, it was, um, yeah. And I wasn't a cynic per se going into it, but I've just never experienced anything. Mm-hmm. Like I've never really gone to a psychic other than like, you know, at like the town beach oh, I when I was in like sixth grade. <laughs> like, like have a crystal ball. You know? <laughs> Even though like both Becca and I are super into energy, obviously with what we do for, for work. I wouldn't even call it work. It's, it's also a gift mm-hmm. what we get to do with mm-hmm. our lives. Um, but I, when you were saying, you're like, there's a dad over here and immediately my heart started beating out of my chest. Mm -hmm. And it was almost this thing of like, I don't know if I want to know, like, I don't know what he's going to say, you know, because um, the circumstances under which my dad passed away were traumatic, you know, Mm -hmm. and the circumstances leading up to it were also traumatic. And I'm going to try to keep it together, but you just, and you know, anytime I talk about you to people and I told my mom the whole story, Mm -hmm. like, you knew things that you didn't know me first of all, Mm -hmm. and you knew things that were so specific about my dad and our relationship that like you could have possibly couldn't have known you know so it was just so incredible so I felt my heart beating (laughs) and then you know you looked at me and you you said it's you and Mm -hmm. I was like oh my god it is me (laughs) (laughs) and what was so interesting was because you know my dad he was a Gemini he was very he was like Mm. the you know president of his fraternity and a very boisterous man but, you know, when he was passing, he did have a lot of guilt and shame for a lot of things mm. in his life leading up to his passing. And, um, you know, he never really got to articulate a lot of that to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you said at first I was, this is why I was not cynical. That's not the right word, but you said, you know, there, he's in the background. He's kind of at the end of the hallway, you know, mm-hmm. and he's, tr- he's kind of tiptoeing, but he's not really like, Hey, I'm here mm-hmm. as my dad would be in life, mm-hmm. you know? And so I was like, mm, I don't know if that's my dad, but then when you explained why and you said you know he keeps saying I'm sorry and he keeps saying you know Mm. it's okay it's okay and then you said were you there when he died and I wasn't and I was Mm. one of the only ones in my family who wasn't Mm, didn't make it yeah I didn't make it I was in I was in New York and my family was you know up in New Hampshire and and he passed um, in Massachusetts so yeah so the fact that you knew that immediately Mm. I was like this is this real. is real. This is <laughs> real. It. You yeah. know, it's yeah. just, you know, I didn't say a word to you, you know, and I know sometimes when you go to like, you know, a crystal ball reader, if you will, and like the ones that aren't, you know, I feel really? like I don't want to, they ask, you, you know, mm-hmm. they, you know, they, they like it, ask they, questions that it's almost like when you read your horoscope and you yeah. can read any horoscope and attach mm-hmm. yourself to something within that. That's yeah. not to say I don't yeah. believe in horoscopes, yeah, for but, sure. you know, I, I gave you nothing. I think I even had a poker face. So. Yes, you did. <laughs> Yes, I remember that I called you my skeptic because I'm like, she doesn't believe, she doesn't believe. So for me, it's the opposite. The less I know when I'm reading somebody, it's the it's better because I don't want to be biased. Anything that you tell me, I'm gonna use it. Anything, mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. you tell me, anything. I just can't delete it. It's in my brain. Mm-hmm. So those group readings, when I don't know anybody, that's my favorite. If I'm reading somebody that I know, 
I'm going to use what I know from you and it's going to like interfere with, I don't know if it's messages that I'm channeling or my knowledge Mm. that's in in the middle, but um, those validations mean the world to me, but I want to also explain that for me, validations are more for you than for me. For me, what's important is the message Mm -hmm. always. So I tell you how he was, how he looked, how he died for you. That's not, it's not for me to be, oh, she's right. Mm-hmm. So you can know what I'm feeling and who mm-hmm. I'm seeing. But for me, what really, what's really, really, really valuable is the message. And for you, that message was important because when you can't say go- away, when you can't say goodbye when somebody passes away, um, that stays with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a guilt that was mm-hmm. lifted. And I mean, I know my dad wouldn't ever have like judged me for not being there you know yeah. however just to hear him say that message give me that message mm-hmm. that it's okay you know was just it immediately a sense of peace washed yes. over me you See, know that's what's important for me yeah it was beautiful and I will say one more thing at the end because I know it was overwhelming probably for you to try to you had mentioned in your podcast you know you you were trying to read everybody Mm -hmm. and you even said it at the event and you're like you know I'm really trying because I want Mm -hmm. everyone to like Mm -hmm. leave here with a reading and you know it's like we just can't you know we can't service everybody all the time it's like even with what we do it's like we try to give people individualized attention but there's just not enough time or energy Mm -hmm. but you did say at the end that you were smelling and tasting apple pie yes and I know some other woman there was was you were trying to put it on me yeah Yeah. but which is interesting that she was she was pointing to you because we have such a connection yeah my dad like I'll never forget this like since I was a little tiny kid, he used to make apple pie and he was like known for his apple pie and he would make these like mountainous apple pies and the whole house would smell like it. And that's how I got into cooking was I was like, dad, I want you to teach me how to make your apple pie. And when I was just home in New Hampshire a couple of weeks ago, seeing my mom, she pulled out this our kindergarten recipe book and I had written my dad's oh my apple pie recipe oh in there. God, yeah, so I took beautiful. a screenshot of it. I'll, I'll send it to you, but it's just such a vivid memory that I'll always have. Yeah. So I feel like that was that yes. was him as well. So so um these events I I learned from this event so much. I'm not gonna try to read everybody uh, ever again. <laughs> I think it's a mistake because um I got, I felt so depleted Mm -hmm. and I couldn't, even though I was forcing myself Mm -hmm. to keep on doing it, I just Mm -hmm. couldn't. And also what's important is that you, even if this other girl who I know, and she's very, like, we've been talking after that, um, connected to the apple pie, that is completely right because you can piggyback on each other's Mm -hmm. messages. So um, maybe one spirit says one thing for you, but then if it connects to you, that's perfectly fine too. Not everybody's going to get a reading and they use each other to connect. So yeah. Do when when these hallways are all of the souls that you see, are they together? Or is it a It's like a line. What I saw that day was literally like a line. It's like the DMV in New York. <laughs> yes. It was like that, but that was my first time seeing that because typically what I do is I picture a hallway. I look, if I'm reading you, I look for Dina. Dina, no, Becca. Becca. I always <laughs> look for sorry. So I look for Becca and I'm like, where's Becca? Okay, I found you. And typically how I find you really talks about your reading. So if I see you as a child, just because you have child trauma, or if I see you as an adult, just because you have something going on now that we need to work on. And then I open the door and I see your loved ones there. In this space, it was like, before you even opened the door, there was a line of spirit. 
Yeah, it was, it was amazing. That's yeah. amazing. It was really beautiful. And so I know you were saying that if you know more about somebody, mm-hmm. it's, it's actually more challenging mm-hmm. to read them. So when you work with clients, mm-hmm. are is it a repetitive thing that you mm-hmm. do? Is it mm-hmm. just a kind of once in a while? Or I mean, I'm sure people, once they see what you can do, they want more. Yeah, right? sure. So I, the good thing is that I have a very bad memory. Oh, great. <laughs> so do we. Join the club. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. So, and I have so many readings that I, even if I tried, like there was no way I could remember. Okay. Um, I do, when I see them, I'm like, oh, we've talked before. I do have a good, like, I remember faces, Mm -hmm. but I don't remember names and I don't remember things. So we can repeat the reading without any problem. And typically I recommend people not to have a reading like within two weeks or something like that to wait some time. So either two months, three months is better than, you know, just having back to back nothing has also happened in your life um worth mentioning in two weeks that's true so you need something to happen Mm -hmm. for us to meet again especially if it's like a tarot reading okay do people come to you to get through grief yes okay so i would assume that that would be a more maybe a regular process because so grief is um something that i can i i'm not a mental health practitioner i always tell everybody that um, but I do, I can help through the healing process, through the messages that they receive, mm-hmm. but I always send my clients to a mental health mm-hmm. specialist. Mm-hmm. I'm a big mental health advocate. Mm-hmm. So if you want, and if I notice that what you're trying to do is to deal with grief through me, I would tell you I'm not the right okay. person. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this, this is not the correct okay. way to do this or to fix any problems through titled cards. I've had to tell people, I'm sorry but you're going to have to get professional help because mm-hmm, yeah. this is not the way that, that you can solve this problem. So I, I, and I'm not a doctor. That's another thing. Yeah. People ask me health <laughs> yeah. questions. I'll tell you, I'll see what I sense, yeah. but you're going to swear and you're going to promise me that you're not going to make any of your life decisions based on what mm-hmm. I said here mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Okay. So that's, I always say that I'm not a doctor and I'm not a mental health specialist. We see that in our teaching too, you know, yeah. it's oftentimes because you, you have this deep connection with your students, mm-hmm. they want to ask you everything, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. about your diet, about your this and that. And, and mm-hmm. we do say, you know, we're not dietitians, yeah. we're not doctors, we're mm-hmm. not therapists, mental mm-hmm. health professionals. So, mm-hmm. you know, we know what our gifts are and we, what we can offer, but I think that that's, you know, just very, uh, there's, I have a lot of respect for you that mm-hmm. you can, you know, mm-hmm. just, again, it's a boundary that you just have to set because yeah. it's like, yeah. this is not, you know, this is not my area of expertise, exactly. you yeah. know, so it also keeps you safe from anybody who might want to like mm. take that and turn it in the, into a negative. Yeah. Um, I also, my sister's a, a, a psychologist, so I, oh, wow. I also understand the value in mental health. Yeah. Like the That's things great. We need more of it. Wait, I had to interject mm-hmm. with the question because, so your husband was mm-hmm. at the event, mm-hmm. which I thought was so sweet that he was there. He was like <laughs> in background doing his thing, mm-hmm. let you do your thing. But I'm curious how mm-hmm. this gift has affected, if you will, your relationship with him. Oh, he's been amazing. Oh. He's super supportive. I think, I think he... Cheers to your husband. Cheers to your husband. Good man. <laughs> Could use some water. Like, I think right? that he, um, he knows... When he met me, I was really into all of these things, crystals, that old and all of that. And he saw, he lived with me the transition from owning and living like the most beautiful thing that has happened to me is this because I'm not, I feel like I'm living my authentic life. This is who I was born to be. And there's nothing more beautiful than you don't have to hide or you're just, you know what? 
this is me mm-hmm. <laughs> oh like that <laughs> like the greatest show my really connect me. to that because you said you came out of the closet yes. if you will and I was like I also came out of the closet yes. not yes. too long ago and I feel the same like yes. I feel like I am now living my authentic self mm-hmm. and truth and you know it's just maybe I didn't know back in the day but now that I can just be very comfortable with it mm-hmm. it's like it's just yeah, it's a whole different experience yes. in life. You just feel very um, full <laughs> and like almost, I don't want to say invincible, but there's a sense seen. of power and yes, you mm-hmm. feel seen and validated. So, so I always say without taking anything away from my LGBTQ plus community that I absolutely love, that it is like coming out of the closet. Oh. Um, I always compare and I've heard other mediums compare it too. I mean, I don't want to take away from your process, right? But it does feel the same. It's like, you know, this is who I am. If you yeah. don't like it, look the other way. Yeah. Um, and it's very it's powerful. Yeah. yeah. It feels very good, to be honest. Finally, you know, I don't have to hide my cards. Yeah. When, <laughs> when a family member goes into my house, I'm like, yeah, I have my cards. I have my crystals. If you don't like it, look the other way. Well, I'm sure there's many more people coming into your life. Yes. That are following your path and right. are drawn to yeah. you because you are so... Uh, so yourself now yeah so you know if some people don't like it then you're right you turn the other mm-hmm. way because you got a lot of love coming your yes, way from yes. so many people that maybe you would have never mm-hmm. been able to yeah. you know exchange energy with so. and I think a lot of times the people who who are cynical it's because they're scared you know yeah. they don't want to they yeah. don't necessarily want to know they want to feel yeah. you know so Sometimes. yeah I mean there's nothing to be scared about with what I do um I did face a lot of fears as I mentioned in the beginning mm-hmm. but there's so much beauty in it to be honest um and I was also very afraid of um death because my dad passed away when I was very young and this has helped me so much because now I know for a fact you know there is life beyond this and I know this is one of your questions Dina but do you see your and speak to your own uh, Mm. relatives that have passed that that is such a great question I can't I can't, I can't read myself, sadly. Um, I do speak to my dad. I don't see him though, but I speak to him constantly Mm -hmm. and he is part of my spirit tribe. Um, So everybody has spirit guides. I believe that uh, you assign some and I believe that some are assigned to you. So I assigned my dad and and whether he likes it or not, he's there. (laughs) (laughs) I do, I have gone to other mediums and they have been able to channel him and um especially for my mom like if my mom is there he's like i'm here mm. and for me he's like you know you don't need to we talk so much <laughs> <laughs> but if my mom shows up i'm like he's there um but i have a really beautiful story regarding my dad i don't know if you've heard it through the podcast because I, my podcast i shared it when i was young as i told you i'm a graphic designer i drew a tree um i was like probably like seven I was in the floor and I drew a beautiful tree with all the branches and everything and all the leaves and everything. My dad was looking at me and he grabbed the tree and he said, oh my God, we have an artist. So circle, now go back to when I'm launching my MS for Medium, my uh, mediumship company. And I saw through my meditation that my spirit guide was a tree. And I'm like, is this tree like with arms and legs? And it's, it's so weird. <laughs> and so my logo has branches um because of that because that's in that moment I thought my spirit guide was a tree but then I noticed it was my dad and it, and I connected I remembered that moment when he picked up that that picture yeah. so um I feel like I assigned him and he also was there yeah. it was a mix of two 
So you say spirit guides, I've heard of spirit animals as mm-hmm. well. And it got mm-hmm. me to thinking, I know you were uh, looking at Becca's tattoo earlier mm-hmm. and of her mm-hmm. kitty cat who's passed recently, Aggie. Can you ever feel the souls of animals? Yes, I can. Wow. And mm-hmm. what's that experience like? Um, I just I see talk. them. I <laughs> no, I see them. I'm like, you, you, there's a dog and then I describe the dog. Um, they're typically very excited to see you. Um, so maybe not Aggie. She was, she was a real pet. <laughs> but I love her. She was a queen. She was a queen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. She's sitting there with her paws crossed. Like, Oh, but baby. that's so interesting that they just get really excited as an animal would yeah. if they, you know, were reunited yeah. with you. That's beautiful. And also, like, if sometimes I'm channeling somebody else and they'll bring up, like, I have your dog, which oh. is beautiful, or I have your cat. Oh. So, yeah. So I do get to see. And there, I spirit animals I don't connect a lot with, but I've been told that I have spirit animals. I'm not there yet, you know, mm-hmm. but I do feel that they do exist. Okay. That makes me I would assume so I feel like any living creature has a soul that goes somewhere yeah yeah it just yeah go away yeah um I don't know anything about that but that's just my belief yeah <laughs> yeah um let's see we got a couple more questions this is so good um wait you said Dean oh so okay you have four kids mm-hmm. you work a full-time job mm-hmm. and you do this mm-hmm. what is your self-care practice mm. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my self-care practice is this to be completely honest oh my gosh, that's yeah I mean before I wouldn't do anything for myself I have four kids but two are special needs oh so I'm goodness. like really yeah. my hands are really busy mm-hmm. and I found through mediumship that this is my time wow. um this company I put so much love into it and it's like 100% me that I would say every time I'm doing a reading, every time I'm working on um, my events or working on the things that are going to happen through my company, that is my time. I, you know, I do do the typical thing that's like, you go and get your nails done, you're going to get your hair done. But to be honest, where I really, really invest all my passion and my love is in this company. I mean... I feel like you and I do a very similar thing mm. when you love so much what you do and mm-hmm. it's so true to who yes. you are it doesn't feel like work it does feel like a special time to that do. is true yeah and you did say you meditate so that's oh yes yes yes, yes. To decompress and recharge yes so, so meditation was very tricky for me at the beginning until I think it was my sister who told <laughs> yeah, me like still trouble. yeah my sister was like you know what just close the door in your bathroom <laughs> and three minutes and that's how I started getting the habit and and for me it was hard to like quiet myself down yeah. now I just go in quickly I do 10 15 minutes yeah. I do I meditate before each reading at least five minutes okay. because I start to write things that I receive um and yeah that that helps a lot it does meditation is like key for what we do it's yeah, very important sure. for yeah, you got to kind of clean the slate. Yeah. yeah when you said you write actually that brought up one last question that I wanted to ask so we noticed at the event that you were scribbling you had mm-hmm. a notebook and you were just scribbling scribbling and you mentioned mm-hmm. you know like you know this is just part of my process mm-hmm. can you explain like a little bit more of that yeah so when I was first learning um or honing into my skills um, I would write like letters like literally like love letters they were pages and pages um, and I, as I started reading, those letters turned into words. So I told you I took five minutes before each reading. I was like, okay, I'm reading this person. 
And then those letters that I would write, they, as you, as I practice more and more, turned into words. So instead of doing this love letter, I was like, okay, car, this, accident, this. And then those words turned into scribbles. Wow. So I actually have a journal that I can show you where you can see the transition from writing to scribbles. And now I just scribble the same thing over and over again. It helps me quiet like that reasoning part of my brain. Mm. So I have that reasoning because I don't want to use logic. I don't want to use ego. Mm-hmm. I have that entertained with the scribbling and then I'm using the other part of my brain to channel. So it's like an outlet for you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and if I don't have a pen, I can't do it. So it's like, <laughs> there's no pen, it's not happening. Right? So if you go see her, make sure you have a pen. Like, just yeah. she have a pen. <laughs> yeah. well, with that said, please tell the people how mm-hmm. they can find you and your services and um, reiterate the name of your podcast, please. Okay, so my name is Mariel. My um, company's name is MS for Medium because my name is Mariana, starts with M, M is for me, I'm very creative. <laughs> we'll put this on the show notes. For yeah, um, and my Instagram is what I use the most, and it's uh, at M is for number four medium, and my podcast is just M is for medium. Amazing, and Perfect. was this the fir- first podcast that you've been on? Um, yes. <gasps> as a medium yes okay okay but yeah, yeah, yeah before yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> as we'll a medium that. yes yes that, that, oh my goodness well we're I mean this has been an honor and a, a privilege and I just could listen to you talk about everything that you do forever because yeah, it's same. fascinating and it makes me feel good yeah and mm-hmm. um Thank you so much for coming and being a guest oh, no. on our podcast. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. <laughs> Group hug. Oh, Group hug. Yay. <laughs> you guys are so hilarious. And that's a wrap, and that's people. that's a wrap. We will we'll see end you. With the hug. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. end with a hug. Cheers we'll to the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to all the good things. All right. Yay. Cheers. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you like what you hear, make sure you click follow so you're in the loop with all of our new episodes. And please be sure to spread the word to all of your friends.